Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. This is a busy time of year, folks, and you never know what's going to be coming down the pike at you. Holidays just spring up out of nowhere. The holidays spring up out of nowhere. Who knew it was Thanksgiving? I look outside my window in my spacious New York condominium, and I see freaking Garfield. (laughs) Out there. It, was there a Garfield float? Garfield was just flo- floating by with his old friend Snoopy and, and Wimpy Kid. And I was like, oh my gosh. Gotta have that Wimpy Kid. Oh my every gosh. Year. It's Thanksgiving already. And then I left my spacious New York condominium that I have. And uh, I went and bought a turkey for me, uh, my wife, Victoria, and our 18 children. That all live in my spacious New York condominium. This is a weird fiction that I'm, you've. I'm Daddy Warbucks in this, so I got Annie and the other kids in this. I don't, but the woman isn't named Victoria, is later she? Later marriage. This is later on. Oh, this okay. is in my. Have you not read my Annie fan fiction? <laughs> I always, every time we see that Annie is happening again somewhere around us, I always have to ask Justin, like, does he help anybody else by the end? I always forget. Like I know he helps Annie, but he, he helps everybody. Does he help anyone he, else? He, and has, he does. He, he helps. Does. He helps lots of people. Gets gets with FDR. They make a new deal for Christmas. Come on, Annie. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. So are we supposed to believe that the reason that we got the new deal was Daddy Warbucks, the yeah. fictional character name? Well, I would argue it's Annie. name, not Mister Warbucks. Daddy, Daddy Warbucks. Daddy who made his money off the war. So Daddy then, Warbucks. Okay, listen, we've it's lost. Rough. It's the, rough, Justin. We've lost the plot. Sydney is trying to derail me because this is a special treat. We do it every once in a while when uh, I I have the time in my busy schedule. Uh, it's not about whether or not Sydney is very busy helping people. <laughs> it's about me and my busy schedule. But luckily for you folks, I had enough time. To once again open the door into the Medical Brands Hall of Fame. Welcome <laughs> to my very special Medical Brands Hall of Fame episode, the second one of these. Right. If you'll remember last time, we took uh, uh, a long journey through the halls of, well, what do you, what do you tell me, Sid? I'm sure it made an indelible impact on you. Where did we go last time in my tour of brands? We did. Um, Sydney? We did. This is. Vic so- Vapo Rub? Thank you. Yeah. So here's what occurs to me. We all, we, a lot of us here in the States mm-hmm. uh, just had a, a Thanksgiving meal 
and maybe overindulged in in food stuffs is a comment around turkey, various casseroles, stuffing, all the potatoes, Mm -hmm. big old mess of vegetables. Mm -hmm. Sweet potato casserole. My mom's recipe. Sydney's nailed it. You guys gotta come over and try it. It's the best. But uh, what we are, uh, what we, what what, what did we reach for when we overindulge? Well, that's right, Sid. The one and only Alka Seltzer. And it, and it made me think about Alka-Seltzer is one of those brands that would be perfect for this segment because it's almost more powerful as a brand than it is as a as a medicine. I like that uh, you di- I don't want to mess up your bit. Oh, thanks. But I like that you're um you you love brands so much. You mm. feel such a loyalty to br- like just brands as a concept. Love brands. That you said that we reached for Alka-Seltzer. Well, when we objectively did not. Yeah, we didn't. But it's like a bit. We don't own Alka Seltzer. Don't own Alka Seltzer. We oh, we own some Alka Seltzer, the Harper and Relief chews, the oh. ones that look like giant skittles. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're gonna be talking about Alka Seltzer, and like I'm not as good at Sydney at this, so like bear with me, my friends. It's the holidays. You did a good job last time. Thank you, but that is no indicator. You know, past performance is no indicator of future. I'm not as good at making jokes, so. Well, I think you're great at that. You make me laugh all the time. Okay, so listen, Alka-Seltzer. This is, uh, like I said, folks, just hang in there with me. I'm doing my best. And I hope you enjoy this rollicking tour of Alka-Seltzer. So I want to take it back to 1884. We're in Indiana, which has a lot of medical ties. Remember when we were in Indianapolis, we did an episode about Eli Lilly? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's a there's a, a big, thriving medical business there. Medical. I wonder why. I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't. Oh, okay. So no, anyway. I was really saying. I wonder why. Dr. Franklin Miles, he opens up Dr. Miles Medical Company in Elkhart, Indiana. Later, it changed its name to Miles Laboratories in 1935. Mm. Uh, one of the first products was uh, a big success, a patent medicine tonic called Dr. Miles Nervine, Ooh. which claimed to treat, quote, Nervousness or nervous exhaustion, sleeplessness, hysteria, headache, neuralgia, back pain, backache, epilepsy, spasms, fits, and St. Vitus's dance. Wow. What's that last one? That's quite a that's quite a uh, an array. It's quite an array, isn't it? That's quite an array of things that it will cure. St. Vitus's dance. So uh St. Vitus's dance is actually, I, I usually think of it, or what I think most people would recognize it in medicine as Sydenham's Korea mm-hmm. is the other name for it, but it was also referred to as St. Vitus's Dance. But it's like this, um, It the reason it's called a dance is it's a bunch of sort of uncoordinated movements, like usually like jerking type movements. Um, and it typically is associated with uh, like a childhood infection with strep a childhood strep infection, um, and you can get this sort of like autoimmune condition that results from it. So that's what it, but it looks like a dance. So that's uh, what it's related to. Uh, so the, this this Dr. Miles Nervine uh, became a big a big seller, allowed him to develop a, a sort of thriving mail-order medicine business. Uh, and he's always looking for new products, new new things to come out. Now, this is, this is in 1928, so this is a good – I don't know. Forty years later, the mm-hmm. company is still uh, operating, is creating new drugs, and coming up with new new products. Probably navigating the fact that like laws were being made as to yeah what you could put in drugs yeah, and what yeah. you 
what you had to tell people yeah. was in there. The, the and, Wild West days of medicine were coming to a close. You can lie about what they do quite so openly. In 1928, there was a big flu epidemic, okay? Very severe flu epidemic. And uh, a guy named Hub Beardsley was running. Hub Beardsley. Hub Beardsley. Was Beardsley. Doing the only thing that someone with his name could do. Powerful name. Running a medical company in the 1920s. So he's the president of Miles Labs then. And he, he hears this story about a um, – you're looking at the notes. That, Sorry. Look at me because I if you're looking at the notes, you'll read ahead, and then I'm going to be like, ta-da. You'll be like, yeah, I read that five okay, minutes okay. ago. Okay, okay. Hub Beardsley. Hub Beardsley hears this story about a newspaper where the employees aren't getting sick. Okay. The employees aren't getting sick with the, the flu, mm-hmm. uh, this severe flu that's going around. And so he actually travels there, and he meets Tom Keene. Who's the editor who t- tells Beardsley the secret is that uh, when the first sign of illness comes on, these employees took a mix of aspirin and baking soda and then didn't get the flu. <laughs> okay. 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 So Beardsley goes back and he's like, what's up? Uh, my, my, my friends here uh, at the co- chemical company where I work, I went to his chief chemist, Maurice Trenier. He says, listen, have you heard about the newspaper? And he's like, yeah, we're all talking about it. And he's like, I need you to come up with a pill that is like this. Like, I want to I want to sell this to people. Mm-hmm. And, and Maurice is like, absolutely. Or are, are you sure? Are you sure he first wasn't like, that's nothing? There's yeah. no way that's anything. No. You know that's nothing. He's like, that's interesting. But let's make it sexy. Oh. Let's get it sexier, right? Right. So what does he add in there? Citric acid. Oh. So what we have then is citric acid and baking soda, which when the water is introduced, when it's dropped into a thing, mm-hmm. it fizzes up. It makes effervescence, right? Was that just so, to chemical make it cool? What? Well, I mean, like, that was the only reason. No. Like, just so it would look cool. No. It does, a, it does effervescence. You know, it's better. It dissolves quicker. Okay. And it's like better because it feels good the fizzing is good and the fizzing is good this isn't about the efficacy of alka seltzer which we can all agree is very good no i just think it's interesting that the that the fizz was only put in there the fizz was not only put in there for that the citric acid is it aids in soothing your sour stomach because mm. it's anhydrous. AIDS in soothing a sour stomach is a very specific way of putting that that doesn't actually claim any medical benefits. And it makes me think, it makes me think that it was carefully chosen for that reason. Well, Sydney, I mean, everybody's allowed to be kind of a negative presence. Every party has a pooper, and that's why we invited you. So citric acid is great for the sour stomach, and we can all agree it's great and helpful. Okay, good. <laughs> For whatever whatever you deem a sour stomach. So, in Trenier works on these tablets, right? Okay. And he creates these Alka-Seltzer tablets. Yes. Uh, Beardsley is going on a cruise. Mm-hmm. In, like, of course Hub Beardsley's going on a of cruise. Course of Hub course Hub Beardsley. It's the Hub Beardsley family reunion cruise that he goes on. In a really, like, getting ready, like, late 20s uh, cruise. 
Right. Which I'm sure was just like debauch. Do you think he wore central like a captain's hat? Oh, absolutely. No. If his name was Hub Beardsley, you're not allowed to wear a captain's hat on a cruise. They throw you off for that because there's uh, there's an actual. There's captain. no way they throw you off for that. They do. There's, I've tried to wear. No. no, they'll get you. There's no way that's true. Anyway, ask Paul. It's true. Can't wear a captain's hat on a cruise. It's illegal. Uh, so Hub Beardsley <laughs> takes. Uh, Mickey does it all the time on those Disney cruises. I've seen it on TV. Hub Beardsley. Well, Mickey's the captain. Sydney. <laughs> He pilots the boat while you're sleeping. Listen, Hub Beard, you're distracting me. Hub Beardsley. Well, <laughs> now you so know charming. how it feels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hub Beardsley takes 100 of these tablets. And anytime someone starts showing signs of illness, he's like, I got a tablet. Now, this is the anecdote that I've seen repeated many, many times. This mm-hmm. this particular version was from a site called The Prisoner and the Penguin. But, like, I've, I've seen it repeated many times. Er, but no one, like, stops to, like, really slow down and examine this. Like, have you heard about the guy on the boat? Yeah. Uh, wait, Hub Beardsley? Yes, I met him. He's just going person to person asking how people are feeling. He's got a huge pocket full of tablets and he just passes them out to anybody who feels sick how is hub beardsley tracking who is ill on the boat does he is he just asking is that like just his asking. conversation opener so how you feel <laughs> you heard about anybody that's, that's a sick? great cruise huh yeah, yeah yeah you sick you sick you got the flu 30 1931 alka is brought to the market right february 21st 1931 which means it just celebrated its uh 90th anniversary Goodness gracious. Now, did they immediately come up with plot, plot, fizz, fizz, or does this come later in the story? Oh, honey, we've talked about the medicine, all we're going to. Uh huh. The rest of this episode is going to be devoted to a thorough and loving examination of the ways in which Alka Seltzer has been marketed to the general public. Now, you say we're, we're done talking about the medicine itself, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll get into this, and if so, you can stop me, but does it change formulation? Uh, the, the current formulation is like slightly different. It's got, you know what? Let me tell you. And you can tell me what the, so the active ingredients now, mm-hmm. uh, see anhydrous citric acid. Okay. Which is an antacid. So it's not just a, uh, a fizzing agent. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, aspirin and sodium bicarb. Okay. So, so, same, same so it's the same stuff. Same stuff. Basically, unchanged. Wow. Now, that's in the main formulation. Right. There is uh, also, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but uh, uh, alka Gold, which is marketed without aspirin because not everybody tolerates aspirin. And it has other, there are other products too. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. We'll get there. We have a thrilling amount of ads. We're going to be listening to some ads, a little multimedia presentation for you. Oh, boy. Just to like, because some of these are such classics. Um, But that is the story of, of how... It came to be, and after the break, we're going to tell you how we sell it. Well, then I guess it's time for me to say, let's go to the billing department. Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McQuarrie fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McElroy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette 
the palette of a web design artist, but you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts. And that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. What are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Pee Wee Herman. You might know me from TV, but I really want to be a DJ. It took some convincing. But KCRW finally agreed to give me an hour on the radio to play you some music with my friends. <laughs> anyway, tune in for one hour of the bestest, most funnest time you'll ever have on the Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour. I am personally inviting you to tune your transistor radio in to hear me or go to KCRW.com. Duh. <laughs> It'll be available for the whole week from November 26th to December 3rd. So you can listen to it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> the Pee Wee Herman Radio Hour was produced by Maximum Fun and can be streamed on KCRW.com until December 3rd. Billing department's appropriate in this case, Sid, because mm. now it's all about money. Very early on, Alex Seltzer was marketed as, this is going to surprise you, kind of a cure-all. Yeah, well, everything was back then. Um, the brand, in the earliest ads, the brand was suitable for, it says here, colds, headaches, gas on the stomach, sour stomach, 
simple neuralgia, uh, muscular aches and pains, that tired feeling, the morning after feeling, rheumatic fever, and muscular lumbago. That tired feeling. We're going to get there, actually. That There's, tired gonna, feeling. That does not. That is not a like thing that we'll leave in the 30s. As Gene Wilder will prove here in a, a little bit. Why would it? The, the first icon of uh, advertising in Alka-Seltzer's history, uh, the first like real uh, and, and one of the like most lasting icons of marketing really from this period uh, came about in the, the late 50s. Uh, a guy named Speedy. Now, he was originally named um, Sparky. Mm-hmm. Uh, created by George Powell of the Wade Ad Agency, designed by Wally Wood, uh, originally named Sparky, and then they changed uh, to fit with the campaign of like Speedy Relief. Mm-hmm. Speedy was in a series of ads with Buster Keaton, who was a very famous uh, f- silent film star who okay. had kind of a resurgence uh, during this period. And basically, Buster Keaton would be some sort of employee. Of, of some sort who is suffering from some sort of malady and Speedy would appear to help him hmm. uh, through the, the, the trouble. Speedy okay. has a uh, an Alka-Seltzer for a head and an Alka-Seltzer for a body, which if you think about it for more than five seconds is troubling. I mean, it doesn't... Like the tablet? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to ch- listen to one of these ads right now featuring Buster Keaton and Speedy. Pity the poor mailman. Walk, walk, walk. No wonder he's so tired. Good thing this is his last letter. The house is driving away. Uh-oh, what a spot. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty lot. What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say. Yeah, the mail must go through. Oh, no, I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Now, I know, yeah, it's rough. It's a rough jingle. It doesn't hit. Who quite. says the mail must go through? Who says relief is just a swallow away? I mean, not <laughs> not, not anybody you should trust. Let's finish the ad. <laughs> the, the, the stomach through, round, round, round the system too. Without the seltzer, they always say relief is just a swallow away. Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer. That's what everybody says. With Alka-Seltzer, relief is just a swallow away. So that's Speedy. As you can see, he's he's, uh, on, he's on a Vespa. He's on a little Vespa. And that's what the mailman gets. The, ves- the mailman, the mailman get- gets a Vespa at the end, and he's yep. able to catch up with the with the house. He was in over... Um, um, 200 ads that ran for over 10 years. People really love that guy, huh? People love this. People love this guy. Did they, now, this entire time, did they go with the tagline, relief is just a swallow away? No. Are you kidding me? No, no. Speedy, yes. That's absolutely. Uh, so the, the, that was, was there nobody who was like, are we sure about that? This was the earliest uh, legacy of Alka-Seltzer advertising was Speedy. It was their first icon. He has returned periodically. Um, they were looking to spice things up in the uh, early '60s, uh, and they found their 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 new uh, their new spokesperson in uh, a, an up and coming actor named Gene Wilder. Can I just say real quick that I do appreciate that in that ad they were like, "It goes through your stomach and then the whole system." <laughs> 
justice. On the, bo- the body, you know, the human system the of body, the body of the system body. Don't get body hung system. up on the specifics. It's just the whole thing. The whole one. Alka-Seltzer invents a new disease, the blahs. The blahs is kind of like the blues, only physical. It's when you're down in the dumps and you don't know a cold is working on you. It's when you're not feeling right, but you don't know what's wrong. It might be a headache on its way, a stomach ache on its way. The Blas, who needs them? You know, we wouldn't have invented a disease unless we had something to take for it. Alka-Seltzer. If Alka-Seltzer can take care of real big upsets, think of what it can do for a simple case of the Blas. Like, I just have to give credit to, like, the most Sawbones ad. That is the... That is... Wow, they just say it. They just say it. We invented a disease <laughs> we invented because it? we wanted to sell our our pills and yeah. we needed a disease for the pills, mm-hmm. so we made a disease. They just say it. We just came right out and made made one. Um And I love this idea of when you're when a cold's working on you or maybe a headache is coming or maybe an upset stuff like that's all the time, though. Yeah. Like, at any time, I guess I might get sick tomorrow. Yeah, but now you got to care for that, for the blahs. Um, I can't. We talk about this so much in medicine. Like, well, it's almost like they had to invent something because they, they made a pill, and now they had to come up with something that the pill could work on. Yeah. But uh, they just say it. Yeah, they just come right out and say it. Now, Gene was in another one called Stomach Fight. That you can. We're not going to listen to right now because we don't have time, honestly. But you can go track it track it down. Uh, if I do you, love Gene Wilder. I mean. Um, yeah, Gene Wilder's great. Um, but well, it's too bad he got mixed up in all this. But you know, there's a whole history of that. We've talked about Dolly Parton, who is beloved by all, including us, has gotten mixed up in patent medicine sales before. Yeah, uh, continually getting ads. The the, the Alka Seltzer brand was continually like refreshing and updating. Stop looking ahead, please, Sydney. It makes me so nervous. Sorry, I'm just really excited. I won't do this to you anymore if this is how it makes you feel because I do read the notes too, but I'm I'm not gonna do it anymore. Uh, what are the ad companies that they work with? Uh, the 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 you know the Mad Men <laughs> was Jack Tinker. Wait, Don Draper? No, not the real Don Draper. Oh, okay. Jack Tinker and Partners uh, was one of the uh, ad companies that they worked Jack with. Jack Tinker. Jack Tinker. It's oh, good, right? That is good. Not not Hub Beardsley. Not Hub Beardsley level, but still not bad. Hub Beardsley is a name that Dwight would make up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if Dwight had to make up a character name, he would say, I'm Hub Beardsley. Um, the, the, there's lots of different uh, campaigns that Jack Tinker was working on. They created a whole series of ads. Uh, but the most notable one was, uh, was called Alka-Seltzer on the Rocks. And it was literally just – it wasn't actually like um, uh, ice – that, well, that's what I was going to ask. Are you supposed no. to put it in a glass? I didn't think you were no. supposed to put ice in the Alka-Seltzer But the water. idea was like it would look like a – so they would have, have like a tumbler and it was the – dropping it into the clear, you know, clear glass of water is like looks refreshing. You know what I mean? It's like, sure. oh, I could dive into that. Mm. Well, and I think it it's always had this sort of connection in my mind to like – 
hangovers or having too much to drink or something like that. I feel like you see that so many times in like movies and stuff, that classic Mm -hmm. image of the guy the next day, like in the office, like in the suit, looking all crumply and feeling bad. And he's plopping his Alka-Seltzer so he can get through the day. So uh, here's a story about Jack, Jack Tinker. Uh, who was at Miles Laboratories, and they were, you know, trying to get ideas for this campaign. And this is a, uh, I'm, I'm quoting here. So, we met an attractive doctor at Miles Laboratories named Dorothy Carter. That's so like, uh, why did we have to mention Dorothy Carter being attractive? What, what does that have to do with anything? Do what you is, need me to explain it to you, no, Justin? Do you want me to explain it? I, I don't. could explain it. I don't. But as a make good. Because Dorothy will uh, become important in this story very shortly. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wanted to take a quick detour over to v- check in on Dorothy Staples, who lived to the ripe old age of 104 years old. Wow. Yeah. In in New York. She was born in England, uh, got her medical degree, uh, was, worked at the um, – graduated from the Royal F- Free Medical School in 38, was a wartime uh, mom – of three children, like during the war, while she worked full time, as wow. according to her obituary, she said, "We told ourselves as we juggled so much that we were contributing to the war effort." The family moved to Argentina after the war. In '51, they moved to America. She got recertified uh, and started working at Miles uh, Laboratories, where we will meet her very briefly. Eventually, she becomes the company's first woman vice president in 1963, as well as the first woman vice president of a pharmaceutical Fortune 500 company. Wow. Period. She traveled around. Uh, she loved to play tennis. She was an avid gardener. She lived to 104 years old. Uh, she works, she continues to work as a consultant for Miles for many years after this. So, anyway, thank you, Dorothy Staples. Just wanted to take a quick pick stop. Hey. Well, I think that's good since the way that Jack Tinker remembered her was attractive. An, an attractive doctor. Sure. So, okay. This is the quote. We met an attractive doctor who demonstrated to us that in order for aspirin to break through the pain barrier, it often required two aspirins, not one, to do the job. As aspirin is one of the ingredients that make Alka-Seltzer effective, we asked her if two Alka-Seltzers would be better than one. Yes. Two would work better than one. But the directions on the package said to take only one. And all the old Speedy commercials demonstrated only one fizzing in water. We did a little dance with Dorothy Carter in the laboratory. What a stroke of good fortune that was. We changed the directions on the packages and began showing two Alka-Seltzers dropping into a glass of water in every commercial. Miles created portable foil packs that held two Alka-Seltzers each and sold them in new places, magazine stands, bars, fast food restaurants, powder rims. They became ubiquitous, and naturally, Miles began selling twice as much Alka-Seltzer. Now, this, that's somewhat apocryphal. The sales did not quite double, but mm-hmm. they did increase quite a bit as a result of this change in the directions and how it was packaged. And it is just from that chance encounter with Dorothy Carter who is why? Who is the woman who is responsible for there being two Alka-Seltzer in the package? And you know what's a shame is that like what she did was explain the concept of a dose to the. I mean, that's what it was. Like, yeah. it's just that you need to take the appropriate dose of something for it to work. And if you don't take enough of it, it doesn't do anything. And she explained that. You got to wonder if the sales didn't also increase as much as like. Well, now they're using twice as much, but also. 
it may have been more effective. I mean, because aspirin is a real medicine that mm-hmm. does things. So it's just like Alka Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying it's not a real medicine. I'm saying that it didn't work for all the things they said it would work for. I have to keep moving. Suddenly there's too much. I'm just to cover. saying it might be more effective now. I know because you you're taking to- enough aspirin for it to actually help with like a headache or whatever. I know you love to talk about marketing brands, but I have to keep moving forward. I'm going to get, uh, let me check my time. Hold on. I didn't do the, see, this is why you do the little timer. See, so oh my gosh, I'm already, okay. <sighs> 1969, there's an ad called Unfinished Lunch, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I can't, I, the audio of it wouldn't do you any good. It is because it, it it's in a prison lunchroom. It's these guys all eating their lunch, their uh-huh. their food. These guys finish their lunch and they start banging their their like mugs on the table mm-hmm. and chanting. This one guy does Alka Seltzer, Alka Seltzer, because he wants it. And then the chant like goes throughout the whole like prison lunch hall. It's an actor named George Raft uh, who who played the played the role. Um, and this commercial became so popular that Raft appeared as a guest on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson, who informed him that the ad took more than seven hours to tape. Uh, and it turned him into like a minor celebrity just from the strength of this ad. D- did it work? Like, do they get Alka-Seltzer in the? No, it's sort of like cliffhanger. Like, do they get it? Do they not? I mean, you have to hope they get Alka-Seltzer. It's prison. They probably didn't give them Alka-Seltzer. Um, yeah, I mean, that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's probably, it's, well, it's an ad. So actually they didn't get it or not get it because it's pretend, but I know what you are saying. Uh, the next big, like, landmark in, uh, uh, <laughs> in, uh, Alka-Seltzer marketing history is a ad campaign called, uh, No Matter What Shape Your Stomach Is In. Uh-huh. Uh, which was a, a sort of like everybody can benefit from Alka-Seltzer, like no matter what's going on with your stomach. This is weird. There was a music underneath this commercial mm-hmm. and a band called the T-Bones, which was basically kind of from what I could tell, it's sort of like a manufactured studio band. Okay. Uh, thought that they could have a hit with the the song from the commercial. Yeah. So they released a single called No Matter What Shape Your Stomach Is In based on the music from the commercial. Was it a hit? Yeah. His name's Dave Pell. Uh, it was uh, uh, the, the group that he manufactured is called the T-Birds. Let me turn this. I'm going to go ahead and turn this on so we can start. Did it become a hit? Well... It did, Sydney. The single spent 13 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100, reaching number three while reaching number one on Canada's RPM play sheet. The album spent seven weeks on Billboard's chop of chart of top LPs, and it was just some studio musicians playing <laughs> the music. No lyrics? Nope. Well, there's some Oz here, I hear. Some Oz. Um, so that is no matter what shape you're still in. <laughs> In, which is wild that it became hey, a, a big single, a big hit single. It's kind of a bop. It's kind of a bop, no matter what shape your stomach is in. Let's see. Does it change? Let me see if it changes much as we go through. Oh, it key change. I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't make me want to take Alka-Seltzer necessarily, but... It's groovy. It's groovy, right? It's very groovy. It's very groovy. Okay. 
So that's uh, no matter what shape your stomach is in, another big hit campaign. Um, and then we get into this unbelievable, I mean, this is already part of like an unbelievable run for mm-hmm. Alka-Seltzer advertising, right? Uh, the next big one is in the uh, like very early 70s. Uh, and it, it uh, the uh, Mary Wells agency mm-hmm. uh, gets the Alka-Seltzer campaign. They have a, uh, they call a guy named Howie, Howie Cohen. Who they say, hey, we're doing Alka Seltzer. And he's like, that's amazing. He said, they say, you're not the the guy who's doing the campaign. He's like, okay, so are we like the backup? And they said, well, no, we're giving it to these other guys. You're the backup for the backup. The first oh. two campaigns, though, Sydney, they fail. Oh. And it falls to Howie Cohen, who uh says, Okay, I, I got an idea for 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 the ad. I think I think I know what it could be. Uh, and it is a, you will see a gentleman sitting in a cafe and we will hear the following advertisement drawing on a phrase that his mother used to say to him all the time. He comes up with this campaign called try it. You'll like it. Came to this little place. Waiter says, try this. You'll like it. What's this? Try it. You'll like it. But what is try it? You'll like it. So I tried it. Thought I was going to die. Took two Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all the acid your stomach has churned out. For your upset stomach and headache, take Alka-Seltzer and feel better fast. Alka-Seltzer works. Try it. You'll like it. This ad is massive. It's massively successful. People adore Try It. You'll like it. It is another, like... (laughs) Was everybody really bored? People were really bored back then, Sid. Okay. But this isn't even the wildest thing. Howie Cohen crushes it with Try It, You'll Like It. Then he is at a rap party for the Try It, You'll Like It campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's celebrating and they have all this food there at the the rap party, right? Ice cream and lobster and cookies and cake and all this amazing food. Soup? Soup. All the soups. Vichy soir. <laughs> all the soups. Chicken Mut- noodle. Mutton, chicken noodle, everything. Potato. Sydney. I'm trying to do a podcast. So he uh, stuffs himself, gets mm-hmm. completely full. Yeah. Okay. He sits back in his chair, and you know what he says? What? I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. No, Ralph, I ate it. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Take two Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all the acid your stomach has churned out. For your upset stomach and headache, take Alka-Seltzer and feel better fast. Did you drink your Alka-Seltzer? The whole thing. That's right. He went directly into, I can't believe uh, I ate that whole thing. I don't know that I knew that was an Alka-Seltzer ad. Yeah. And now I won't share it with you all. You can find it on your own. But this ad was so popular, it was remade verbatim. By Peter Boyle and Doris Roberts, the parents from Everybody Loves <laughs> Really? That's how popular this this ad was. I don't – they're still saying that Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all of the acid in your stomach. That would be bad, right? Yeah, well, you need some stomach acid. Some stomach acid. Yeah. Okay, now this is where this – these histories, by the way, are hard to put together when it's so successful and, like, there's a lot of people who have, like, a hand on the ball and everybody wants to be like, oh, I'm the guy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or I'm the lady. I'm the, I'm the one who came up with this. But this story – I'm the lady. Frequent frequent thing that ladies say. I'm the lady. I'm the lady. Uh, but his, this is as close as I can get to the truth on this. 
In the mid-50s, Paul Margulies, who is the father of actress Juliana Margulies. Oh, yeah. I like her. That's more stunning than you gave it credit for, but okay. He In the, in the mid-50s, he creates a jingle. Uh, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees that he created this campaign in the in this jingle in the 50s. Yes. They didn't use it for 20 years. Why? Nobody knows. But he created this in the mid-50s, the jingle. And then the, the full jingle was created by a guy named Tom Dawes, who was in a group called The Circle, mm-hmm. which was another uh, another uh, group, group at the time. But it wasn't until, uh, as old as that sound, it wasn't until the mid-70s that this ad would actually, like this jingle would actually be used in an ad. Mm-hmm. As, wi- as wild as that is, uh, we didn't see it until then. This this ubiquitous jingle that is was created in the 50s by Juliana Margulies' dad. That, mm. and, but it was also before they started selling it in a two-pack. I, so I have no explanation, folks. You tell Maybe me. Maybe that was why it didn't work. Maybe. Before. The beer and the burgers, the light and the noise. The three is still here with the boys. Oh, come, come, this fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Come, come, this fizz. Oh, what a relief Ah, those lovely bubbles for aches and pains with upset stomach. Alka-Seltzer works. Fast. Oh, what a relief For acid indigestion, try Alka-Seltzer Gold. Man, and I can just feel that a young Tommy Smurl watching this commercial and thinking, I'm going to sing that to my children someday over and over <laughs> and over again. How how big was this? How big how big and beloved was Plot Plot Fizz Fizz? Some party dancing all night Ended up eating pizza by dawn's early light I can't help it, I love to live Living like that means something's got to give I got to get me some Alka-Seltzer Fast, fast, plop, plop, fizz, fizz Ooh, what a relief it is (laughs) Not enough people sing about indigestion anymore, you know? Certainly, yes Alka-Seltzer Oh, listen to it, that build. Tell him, Sammy. All right. Yeah, that's Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> uh, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Uh, in the UK, that jingle is plink, plink, fizz, fizz. I think that's more sonically pleasant. Okay. I always thought plop, plop was kind of. Yucky. Uh, fair. Uh, so that's that's plot plot fizz fizz. Um, the uh, Sammy did, did it. If you uh, I you know if you don't happen to have one of the mini illnesses that uh, Alex Seltzer is good for, which is minor aches and pains and acid indigestion, yeah, uh, you can use it for other purposes around your house, according to uh, several different websites. Now, I am not endorsing the efficacy of any of these because that is way outside Sawbones Lane. I'm already outside my lane by doing this, but mm-hmm. going even further than that, uh, I have no idea. But reportedly, you can use it to clean a toilet. You can uh, melt it down in a cup of water and then put it on an insect bite. I guess got baking soda in it. Yeah, c- cleaning pots and pans. Uh, you can do an alka seltzer in a glass and then leave it in your fridge, and it'll deodorize your fridge. 
You can use it to descale your coffee pot. You can use it to clean your jewelry. You can use it to whiten your laundry. Um, I actually wouldn't put it on your skin like that. I, I mean, because it, it does have aspirin in it. Like yeah. you, you could absorb that. So depending on like what size the person is, like is this a kid? You know what I mean? Oh, well. They're yeah. bit, like uh, just for point of reference, salicylic acid pastes, like aspirin pastes, are something that are sometimes used in like folk medicine. Like I, I see that around here, that these parts, <laughs> in, in these parts. And uh, it can be dangerous. It ha- And I've seen people with toxicity from it, so... These days, Alka-Seltzer, the brand, is uh, expanded, I would say. Uh, they still have the tablets in lemon, lime, cherry, and original. Uh, and the, treating the you know the same stuff they always say they've, they've treated. There's the heartburn relief chews. Well, a lot less than they used to say, I would say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, the, which have, uh, are like giant, like I said, like giant Skittles. There's uh, Oxalter Plus, which has other active ingredients to treat, um, uh, like fl- like flu, cold and flu. So, oh flu yeah, your like your kind of classic and decongestions and stuff. sort of stuff that you find in a lot of those combo cold pills. Um, there's also just like pills that say Oxalter on them that aren't even the plop plop fizz fizz stuff. Paramax gels and day night Alka Seltzer and gum. There's gum for mm. heartburn relief and you know gummies for the kids that got everything Alka Seltzer. Um, so it's still an extremely powerful brand. It is owned by um, uh, Bayer at this point. It, it, it is uh, the, the entire, the the Miles Laboratory. So it's still doing, I mean, Bayer. I assume it's doing fine. It's out there. We're all aware of it. So I assume it must do well. But it's, it's weird because the two things that it does, which, I mean, it has active ingredients in it that can do those things. So I'm not, I'm not going to say, obviously, it is not fake in that sense. We talk a lot about patent, old patent medicines that were sort of fake or the idea of like a cough drop that's really just sugar. Mm-hmm. Not all are, but some are. Anyway, my point is there are medicines that help with acid reflux, heartburn, indigestion, those sorts of things. And there are medicines that help with minor aches and pains. Mm-hmm. And I would even go so far as to say there are probably medicines that do either one of those things better than this combo. So it seems kind of odd to me, like just from a purely like clinical standpoint, that people would still reach for the Alka-Seltzer over any of these well, other things. I, I think to, there are many things you and I take for these if I had to ailments, guess, and I, I would not replace them with Alka-Seltzer. These numbers are not like – I don't have these numbers. But if I had to guess, I would guess that the effervescent classic Alka-Seltzer – is uh, much less popular. I don't know hardly any, but like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, I don't think I've seen someone use it in, in a very long time. No, well, and not even like, it, like my parents didn't growing up use a lot of Alka-Seltzer. But I, maybe I think, my grandparents did. I don't know. But I think that's why you see Alka-Seltzer applied to all these other medicines, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's more powerful as a brand than as a medicine, which is like what I was saying from before. The work of these ads was so effective that it actually gave more power to the name Alka-Seltzer than it did to the medicine itself. So we'll see it on things that have nothing to do with the plot, plot, fizz, fizz, because that's the, you know, even the, even the pills have a picture of the, the, the plot, plot, fizz, fizz on it. Like it, it, that's true. The, you know, it's like, that is, that's the brand. And fast that is Alka-Seltzer, one of our icons of advertising. Uh, thank you so much for all one the great ads. Justin's icons of advertising. One of my sawbones is <laughs> Just, so, so both well, of our. kind of your personal, this is sort of your personal interest. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Thanks to the taxpayers for the use of their song medicines as the intro and outro of our program. Um, 
Thank oh. you, Justin, for doing all this hard work and teaching us about Alka-Seltzer. Uh, no problem, Sid. is the least that I could do. Um, that is, uh, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.